0: It's a special Thanksgiving episode of Locked on Coyotes. We go ahead and take a look at what we're thankful for this year um, for the Arizona Coyotes and and other stuff. But all that on today's episode of Locked on Coyotes.
1: Your Locked on Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlik right beside me on today's episode of Locked on Coyotes. It's a bonus episode. It's Thanksgiving. Uh, So we thought, you know, might as well go ahead and talk about, uh, you know, what we're thankful for this year for, you know, as we're as hosts of the Locked on Coyotes podcast. Uh, Carl, I want to shut off with you some stuff stuff like that because, you
1: know, it's a great time. Yeah, it's really fun. And there is... Yeah, there's a lot going wrong with the coyotes right now but there's a lot to be thankful for um starting off with i am thankful for the win last night a four0 win over the Cal, Cow- um carolina hurricanes always good like it's a tough team it was a dumb enjoyable win to watch
0: yeah you know that's uh you know it's those stupid wins that you could be thankful for. It's just like it's like, did they deserve to win? Eh, no. Nah. But are we glad they did? Absolutely. Yeah, um definitely. I think one other thing too is um, you know, I'm thinking well, we got a chance to take to get a really good look at Dylan Gunther and the fact that he proved himself to be up here in with the yeah. NHL.
1: Dylan Gunther, um his his play has really progressed. He is Currently, um, you know, he was a healthy scratch for a game, really seemed to motivate him, went out and had a two-assist night. So that's always good. Um, He is definitely an important piece of the Coyotes, and it's great to see that he is moving in his career really well. Um, One of the big things that I'm thankful for, and this is something we talked about earlier, um, is the fact that the Coyotes had a decent enough start. Like, I remember last season with you, it was depressing watching the Coyotes start with, like, loss after loss. Like, really bad. Uh, And I know the Coyotes are going to go on losing streaks for the rest of this year. Like, it's going to happen. There's going to be some lengthy ones, I'm guessing. But, you know, the fact that the Coyotes got a win early, it really kind of took a load off my mind i did not want us to be like still talking about like hey when do you think the carriers are going to get a regulation win? um because that was like a concern i think their first win was like an overtime one last season like you you kind of once you get that under your belt it really takes a lot of pressure off
0: absolutely um that that you know i was thinking about that same thing it's like you know like I was worried at that beginning of the year, I was like, oh man we're gonna have we're we're gonna have another depressing year, and it's gonna be bad, but like you and i we we we've stuck it out and it's been and, and you know it it's been great so far, and this season's obviously has still got rocky, but we're i think yeah we definitely be, can be thankful for the fact that we're not as depressed as last year,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely, like even like you know the yeah, you know, the the fact that the coyotes started with a long road trip, had a short homestand, and then another ridiculously long road trip, that's just a recipe for like bad things happening. Uh but no, that they they have played really well. They are in a tough situation, what with the locker room annex having to be built or out in the road a lot, but they are handling that kind of pressure. Um and if then they if they were in any way competitive it'd be great for them because they've overcome that kind of initial hurdle they're going to have like a lengthy homestand they're not so that doesn't really matter as much um, but just kind of good that the the team is seeming to move along pretty well like it's what you want to see in the second year of rebuild
0: absolutely one thing i do want to thank one once again is for making lockdown Coyotes your first listen every day you know we're um, you know we uh, we do a lot of things be sure to uh you know st- stick with us we love we absolutely love having you as our um as our listeners we're going to continue to talk about what we're thankful for on this episode of locked on coyotes um you know it's a special bonus episode we love to talk with you guys about um you know stuff like that you know being host of locked on coyotes um but we'll get to more in just a moment
1: of this episode of locked on coyotes this episode is brought to you by bet online BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. It's where you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, they've got it covered at BetOnline. And if you're someone who loves sports podcasts, you can find those on Bet as, BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts.
0: So let's continue this special bonus episode, Thanksgiving episode of Locked On Coyotes, as we continue to talk about what we're thankful for. Um, and uh, let's go ahead and uh, get to a couple other things, Carl. One thing that uh, I want to talk about is being thankful that we are, uh, you know, seeing things move pretty quickly with the uh uh city council for ted right you know we're seeing you know this month of november has been a busy month a lot of things going on and there's only one more public hearing left
1: yeah uh i I think i mentioned it on a prior episode we were talking about the the committee meetings after watching the coyotes and the city of glendale Interact uh, in a way that I think a lot of people are going to be recognizing from Thanksgiving. Like, two parents who just absolutely hate each other but need to stay together for the children. Um, That was rough to watch. It was openly antagonistic. That is completely different in Tempe. Tempe seems, like, really happy to be moving along with this. They're excited about the project. They're excited that the Coyotes are going to be there. Um, it's going to add a little bit more prestige to the East Valley in a way. And the Coyotes seem to be making all the right steps to make sure that that is a good relationship. Everything from playing at ASU, the city of Tempe's biggest employer, I believe. I haven't looked that up. Uh, to repeatedly saying like, hey, yeah, we're going to donate money. This money is for homelessness. This money is for Traffic control. Spend it how you want. We're just giving you money, and, and that seems to be really good.
0: Absolutely, you know, and 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 I think even beyond that too, you know, I think you know we can be thankful for the community that Arizona is bringing to this East Valley, right? Mm-hmm. It's you know you're seeing a lot of things move in that direction, um, and we've talked about it too, Carl, with our Grow the Game series, right? The kind of impact that the that the Coyotes are helping make. With alongside you know, alongside these organizations, alongside these kind of people are saying that, hey, we're being a big part of helping grow hockey here in Arizona. And like and look, let's looks it looks back to the interviews we've had, right? With Lindsey Fry, with Matthew Spang Marshall, with Jeremy Bow, um, you know, them, specifically those three, and obviously Justin Emerson, you know, he also had a, you know, he also had a great episode too. I don't wanna, you know, um, put his down in any way. I want to highlight those other three because again, they're talked about what the coyotes did with them, right? And talked about, you know, that impact. And you know, I think we can all be thankful for that because um, we can all be thankful for Matt Shot <laughs> in that way. Like, you know, like we love that dude. Um, you know, we, like, I'm glad, and I'm glad that he has his uh, his uh, uh, number and his name in the rafters of every single one. And I got and I'll tell you that, Carl. I actually, you know, I play at. At Coyotes Community Ice in Mesa, and I saw his thing, his his uh number up there, his banner up there, and I'm like, there it is, Matt Shot. Everyone salute that 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 uh, banner right there.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, although I do think that the Coyotes are currently having a really nice relationship with the uh, the ASU population. Uh, after you know they made that jump to NCAA, uh, the fact that there's the student section, we're, we're there's Whole new traditions being created for the Coyotes, which are always fun to see. I have a question for you, though. Which of the new additions to the team are you most thankful for? Which of the
0: new additions to the team are you yep.
1: most thankful for? So, so oh, no man. one who played for the Coyotes last season. Uh, no Matthias Michelli, despite him having a stellar year. Uh, I'm <laughs> even going to say no Dylan Gunther, because he was a prospect in the system. Whole new player. Who do you think has been best? Who do you think is like, oh, I'm really thankful that we picked up that guy? Oh man,
0: that's a hard one. Um, because I think there's a lot of a lot of players who've made an impact for like short periods of time, a lot of players who have um kind of just like then they've you know fizzled out or kind of just like you know, have been a lot of good have been a lot of moves behind the scenes. Um It's it's a tough one, Um, but you know I guess I'll highlight you know a play who's made an impact in mainly in the last few in last few games, and I think even before that you know even more than that because yeah he's we got some goals, but you know even before that he's kind of like had that visual physical presence on the ice, and that's Nick Bukestad. I've I've loved his his uh, presence on the ice outside of the goals that he got in the last two games.
1: Yeah, Bukestad has definitely been, like, a a competent veteran, um, the likes of which we don't really – we didn't really have last season. Like, the veterans on the team then were just kind of like, you know, Louis Erickson, uh, Roussel. Like, those guys are kind of, like, over the hill. Like, there's a reason we're not really getting them – as much play this season. Bugstad seems like a guy who's just like, Hey, he needs a change of scenery, but he's playing really well. Um, definitely a good player to have. Uh, he was one of my two choices. The other one, uh, Maki I have loved watching him play with JJ Mosier. Uh, they have been the coyotes best defensive pairing for most of the games that he's played. Um, without question jacob chickman being back could potentially change that but still like ral and mosher that is a combo that you can like put in stone um especially because they're both pretty young like that could foreseeably be a pairing for the next like five years of the coyotes who knows
0: yeah yeah absolutely you know those are some things to to be thankful for as well you know be like it's like hey you know what like you know we're moving in the right direction, you know, in terms of player personnel. And and Bill Armstrong is doing a good job.
1: Yeah, he is. He is doing really well. And it is surprising that the, you know, the connections that are being made, uh, I would say kind of a similar thing with like Travis Boyd and Clinton Keller playing well last season. Like these are pickups where, you know, they may be year five of the rebuild. They may not be the case still, but they're still really good moves in the meantime. Uh, and like I said, like Val Mackie Mosher, two young guys who are playing really well. That could be a five-year uh, rebuild, like top pairing, depending on how that progresses. I'm thinking probably more like second, but still right. solid second.
0: Absolutely. Uh, a couple other final things that I want to talk about that I'm thankful for, and it's a lot more of a personal side, um, right, right, right? You know, but still hockey related here. Um, the first one kind of goes back to what I mentioned earlier on that community side, Carl, and that's uh, you know being afforded the ability to play hockey here in the valley. Um, you know I've you know I've had the wonderful opportunity there, and I've loved every minute of it. And I can thank you know you know get kind of the connections that I've made through this podcast. So I'll go even that second one, right? You know, thankful for being the host of the Locked On Coyotes podcast for almost at least for me personally call it almost two full years running you're a little over one year but i'm almost two full years running it has been a phenomenal time i've loved being the host here i've loved be got getting a chance to talk to every one of you listeners about coyote's hockey it has been a blast and i'm thankful for that
1: uh ditto
0: <laughs> uh <laughs> I, I, come on you i i know you've been awesome you have you, you've, you've been a great co-host as well um you know like honestly i don't think i could have survived um last year um as a sure, host yeah myself. It,
1: it's it's definitely it, i am very thankful that i have someone who i can talk to about games <laughs> uh and, and this is not a free form conversation we do try and make the podcast entertaining to listen to. Um, but, you know, that before and after, just being able to, like, you know, break down what happened with coyotes, uh, it's good because it's... the Coyotes are like the sun in that it hurts to look at them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I, lo- I love that comparison. Also, I do want to say that, you know, you and I as co hosts have come a long way since... Our days are dog cast days from uh, from Five for Howling, um, which has been, I feel like it's been a long time since then.
1: Oh, yeah. That was like a whole second of, like, different apartment ago. feels like a lifetime. It does feel like a lifetime ago. But we are here now, and uh, we're all thankful for you all. Yep. Absolutely thankful to all the listeners, all the watchers, everyone who comes to us for, for information. Um, it's, it's great to be considered a trusted piece of, of hockey infotainment, I guess, um, because we are providing good information. I hope. I, yeah, <coughs> we sure hope so. We sure hope so. Any final
0: things you want to bring up as we bring this?
1: No, I, I think we've touched on everything. We're, we're thankful for the people we're thankful for, The team, we're thankful for just everything.
0: Absolutely. Well, that's going to be it for today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, to like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube. And for those YouTube listeners, leave a comment down on our YouTube channel. Let us know what you are thankful for. We want to hear from you. Just be sure to let us know. But be sure to also interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash locked on coyotes, on Instagram at locked on coyotes, and on Twitter at L O underscore coyotes. I'm personally at robin underscore layano. call Pavlock, at call Pavlok FFH. Interact with us, ask a question you might have, we might answer right back or in a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes Podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you're staying, staying safe it. out there. Hope you're staying healthy. And don't forget the howl on.